It was my first middle-of-the-night crisis call in three years. A thousand days out of practice, and there I was, bolted upright in the darkness, clutching the receiver with sleep-slowed fingers, queasy and drowsy, but ready for action, my voice soothingly professional even as my brain struggled for a toehold in its climb toward consciousness, slipping into the old role with autonomic ease. There was a stirring from the other side of the bed. The phone had wrenched Robin from sleep, too. A blade of lace-filtered starlight striped her face, the perfect features restfully blank. Who is it, Alex? The service. What's the matter? I'm not sure. Go back to sleep, hon. I'll take it in the library. She looked at me questioningly, then rolled away in a swaddle of covers. I threw on a robe and left the bedroom. After switching on the lights and wincing at the glare, I found paper and pencil and picked up the receiver. I'm back. This one sounds like a real emergency, Doctor. He's breathing real hard and not making much sense. I had to ask him several times for his name before he caught on, and then he screamed it at me. I'm not sure, but it sounded like Jimmy Cadmus or Cadmus. Jamie Cadmus. Uttering the name brought me completely awake, as if by incantation. Memories that had been buried for half a decade surged forth with the clarity of yesterday. Jamie was someone you didn't forget. Put him on, I said. The phone line crackled. Hello, Jamie? Silence. Jamie, this is Dr. Delaware. I wondered if the connection had gone through. Jamie? Nothing, then a low moan and labored shallow breathing. Jamie, where are you? The reply was a strangled whisper. Help me. Of course, Jamie, I'm here to help. What's the matter? Help me hold it together. Together, together. It's all coming apart. The stink of it. Stink flesh of all seasons. Stinking lesions. Ripped apart by the reeking blade. Until then, I'd conjured an image of him as I'd seen him last. Solemnly prepubescent, blue-eyed, milky-skinned, hair black and shiny as a helmet. A twelve-year-old boy. But the voice on the telephone was a tortured baritone, undeniably masculine. The juxtaposition of visual and oral was bizarre, unsettling. The boy lip-syncing the words of an adult ventriloquist.